I think regardless of how your team looks, regardless of what feeling you may have, um, if you win 12 games in a football season, heading into the playoffs, you have a pretty good feeling about um, you know, the possibilities um, for the month of January into February. You, know, you, you, have, you have just a pretty good idea that you have at least a decent shot of looking good in the new year when your team wins 12 games um, in the regular season. But that isn't always the case, right? It isn't always the case as we saw on Saturday. What's going on, everybody? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on this edition of Short Yardage. Um, and this, the season's winding down, right? The, the, this is pretty much it. Maybe one more episode after this, two more for the Super Bowl, one more, I guess. And um, it's over. It's over. You know, after a, a long season, uh, a lot of uncertainty, you know, uh, you know, I'm let, let me go ahead and I'm going to start by by reminding everyone. And I'm pretty sure I said this in, early, in earlier episodes. That um, regardless, I said, regardless of the outcome of this season, um, that I was going to put an asterisk next next to this season, regardless of the outcome, whether we whether we won two games or won the Super Bowl. Um, that this season gets an asterisk because of the COVID, you know, the COVID-19 thing and everything was just, you know, there was no preseason, um, no, you know, there wasn't even OTAs and all that kind of stuff. There was just, there was nothing. There was nothing. The whole season was, was odd. You had games played on every day of the week this year. There was games played on every, never, never happened in the history of the NFL. Have we've had, have we had football played on every day of the week at some point throughout the season? Um, so this, this, this season was, you know, it, it was, it was unprecedented, you know, in every, in every fashion to say the least. Um, you know, so I, I stated back in August, you know, August, September that we're regardless of what the outcome was this season, it gets a star next to it, um, as you know, unorthodox. However, I I would be I wouldn't be I wouldn't be being totally honest if I didn't say that I got all kinds of excited when the Seahawks won 12 games on the season. You, I, I couldn't help but think, you know, regardless of, you know, all that I said early and regardless of all the craziness, regardless of the fact that, you know, um, apparently the covid situation caused many teams to not be able to perform, be able to perform at their um their peak or optimum level look at the 49ers you know who would have thought that the 49ers would be um you know completely worthless this year you know and 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 maybe not because of any fault of their own maybe because of the way that the season you know opened up with you know due to due to covid i mean everybody took turns getting hurt or on the covid list um in in san francisco that should have been a front runner in this division right uh instead it ended up being the seahawks and the rams um, you know, but, um, here we go, you know, the, the, the season worked out the way it, it did. And, 
Um, Seattle won 12 games. We won 12 games this year, and I couldn't help but get excited going into the playoffs, even though we we kind of stumbled in. We, we and and that is to say that we just didn't look too great. Now we won four games in a row heading into the uh, uh, you know week. Uh, um, you know what, seventeen, sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, right? Um, you know, and we would needed we would have needed to win four more, you know, to call ourselves the champions of the uh, National Football League. Um, but um, there was um. You know, there was there was this feeling that I just I was overwhelmed with. I couldn't help but feel it like we had a chance, even though in the back of my head I was uncertain. I was very, very underwhelmed by the Seattle performance against the 49ers in week 17. You know, you want to you want to go into the playoffs looking strong. We didn't go into the playoffs looking strong. We went into the playoffs looking like a team that was just barely hanging on to the to the narrative that we had created for ourselves, um, just barely. Um, it was a roller coaster season for the Seahawks. You know, we started off so hot. Let Russ cook was the narrative. You know, back in September, and and it kicked off. And it kicked off well. Russell Wilson was unstoppable. Russell Wilson looked like he was going to be a shoe in for the MVP, and ended up. You know, he ended up barely just you know making fans happy. Um, which just goes to show you that, you know, the NFL is that kind of league and they, they figure you out and things change. It seems to be that it's better to get hot late than to get hot early. Um, that seems to be the case. And it seems to be the case for the Seahawks. Every, when, when it comes to getting hot to playing at a optimum level, it's better to get hot late than early because, Russell Wilson and that Seattle offense was too hot to touch early and it fizzled out. Not unlike the the New England or excuse me, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers went 11 and 0 on the season, then dropped what four of their last five, I believe, um heading into the playoffs and now they're out. Um you know, so it, 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 it's it's rough. It's rough. It's very, very rough. And the game against the Rams on Saturday afternoon was very, very hard to watch. I have always said that, you know, it's not about losing. It's not, it's not about the fact that you lose. It's how you lose. If you go out there and you play your best game, you go out there and you play good football, and sometimes I think that gets skewed like some people will may not be able to recognize when you played a good game but just got beat. You think people think that if you got beat, you didn't play your best game. That's not necessarily true. If you go out there and play good football and get beat, I almost don't have a problem with that. You go out there and play good football and get beat, that's just that's just what it is. You can't you don't win them all. But when you can't get out of your own way, when you when it seems like you are just shooting yourself in the foot over and over again, that's just the worst way to lose, especially in the playoffs, especially in the playoffs, especially against the team that you just beat two weeks prior to win the division. It, it should have been it should have been an advantage, you know, to be playing the same team we just played just two weeks prior. And I guess it was, but it was for the wrong team. It was an advantage for the for the Rams. 
we just we we could not i mean there was we 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 had a couple of of, of splash plays which were great but we just couldn't get effective on offense the defense didn't play too terrible but the offense again was just stagnant and you know i'm i'm not going to be that one who gets on here and starts you know talking down about the offense or about the coaching um but it was it, we, we we definitely got outmatched and i think we got outmatched on the sidelines um if just as much if not more is on the field um you know and and i've been and i and i'm on the social medias and i see already everyone's calling for names you've got people out there who are saying it's time for to move on from russell wilson like what kind of nonsense is that move on from russell wilson I mean, and I get it. Most of the people who are in the in the in the threads on Facebook and, um, uh, you know, and, and otherwise, you know, Twitter, um, not mostly people are not students of the game. They're to, to even call them armchair quarterbacks would be a stretch. Um, but it happens so quickly. If we had won this game, the narrative changes so quick than than when you lose, you know, and 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 that's how you see, you know, that's how you know that people are just full of it, you know what I mean? But they're calling for the they're calling for Russell Wilson. Russell Russell Wilson's done. It's time to get time to move on from Russell. Move on to who? Time to move on from Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's the issue. Move on to who? Who do you think you're going to bring into the Seahawks organization who's going to do better than Pete Carroll, John Schneider, and Russell Wilson? Who is out there that's going to do better? If, if you are so dissatisfied with 12 and 4, a playoff berth, a division, a division title, what do you think is going to happen when you move on from Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, and John Schneider? You think you're going to what? Go 13 and 3 and go to the Super Bowl the, the next year? You're, you're talking about a you're talking about a philosophical uh uh, 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 uh uprooting of your football organization, of your franchise. You're, you're, you're going in the tank for a couple of years, if not more, with those kind of changes. It's just, it's just nuts. You're not, you're not going to win every year. You're not going to win every year. And sometimes you're going to go a long time without winning. But every single season, this team is in the mix regardless. We won 12 games this year. And if it sounds if it sounds like I'm 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 you know you know talking out of both sides of my mouth, I I understand how that I understand how you might feel that way because it it was it was unfortunate how this went down. It was very unfortunate how the game went down. Look at the stats. Um, you know, first of all, we go into this game with the 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 kid in um uh for for the Rams starting uh Wolford. And I was very excited that Wolford was going to be playing because I knew for sure that this kid was not going to be able to handle this game. This stage was going to be too big for this kid, and I and I was not at all worried about what he was, um, you know, going to be able to do against us. I, I was very excited that they decided to go uh, with uh, with Wolford to um, to start the game. Um, but. You know, uh, we go and Jamal Adams puts a hit on um, on on the quarterback there and he goes down and, um, you know, Jared Goff comes in. Right. John Wolfer takes a big hit to the neck and he ends up going to the hospital. 
in comes Jared Goff. It's like, okay, all right, well, Jared Goff's not even 100%. This, this, maybe this is going to be even better. And Jared Goff came in there and played good football. You know, he didn't turn the ball over. He goes, he comes into the game, goes uh, nine for 19, 155 yards and a touchdown. You know, that, that, that's, that, that's not those, a, a quarterback rating of uh, 93.1. Not outrageously great numbers, but enough to get a win. Outplayed Russell Wilson, who went 11 for 27 for 174 yards, two touchdowns and one pick. Sacked five times, a quarterback rating of 72. So you look at you, you say you might want to say more completions, more yards, more touchdowns, but not a better rate, not a better rating, not a better rating. We could not get out of our own way in this game, and it just it, it never came. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was like, okay, fourth quarter, we'll, third quarter, we'll get it together. Fourth quarter, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll bust out and get him on. It just never happened. Russell Wilson took sacks on. I mean, every time that opportune play came for the Rams defense, they capitalized when it comes to getting Russell. They got Russell all the five times that Russell Wilson was sacked was at the perfect time for the Rams defense. It was the perfect time every time. If you take away those sacks, we probably win this game. Chris Carson had a great day running the ball. 16 for 77. Chris Carson ran the ball for over five yards a carry, or excuse me, over four yards a carry. It wasn't if you look at the if you look at the box score, if you look at the stats, it doesn't you wouldn't think that we had as bad of a game as we did, but it was terrible. It was terrible. Where do we go from here? Right? Where do we go from here? Um, you know, run defense. Well, let me, let me, and just before I move on talking about running the football, though, we completely, um, you know, you know what the bed against the run, um, cam Akers, I mean, had a, had a day against us running the football, 28 carries, 131 yards. Um, and when you give up 131 yards and 28 carries to anybody that you know you're gonna you're gonna allow them to have that kind of balance. You're gonna have a tough time winning. Um, in the playoffs, running the football and strong defense win you football games, and that's exactly what the Rams did. Um, and that's why they're moving on. That's why they're moving on. And it's a shame because the Rams are going to. Green Bay, if I'm not mistaken, and they're going to get demolished. They're going to get demolished. The Rams are not the Rams do not have any business moving on in this in this tournament. They're going to get demolished. But Seattle just didn't show up. And we'll, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll sit and watch uh, the rest of the season uh, from, you know, their respective couches. And, um, you know, we get to think about next season. But um, where do we go from here? What, 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 are the, what are the places that we need to improve? Certainly, and, and this, is, this is not new. This is not new. And I don't know why we can't resolve it. But keeping Russell Wilson clean is um, the never-ending story, right? 
week, no matter what the situation is. The offensive line never is able to keep Russell Wilson clean, no matter what changes are made, no matter what players we sign. Keeping Russell Wilson from being one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL has been a problem. Russell Wilson has been one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken, every year of his career. He hasn't always been the most sacked, but he's always been one of the most sacked. This year, I think he was like second, maybe third most sacked quarterback in the league. And that's just regular. Russell Wilson takes sacks. It's it's only it's only fortunate that Russell Wilson is such an uh, an intelligent and smart player that he's never taken that big hit that's you know put him out of a game. Russell Wilson has never missed a start, so you know we can only appreciate that. But at some point or another, we've got to figure out something. I don't know why we didn't start getting Russell out of the pocket. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for us to start, you know, getting that whole, the old school Russell Wilson, the old school Seahawk offensive, bootleg Russell Wilson out of the pocket, let him either throw it on the run or run. It just, I don't know. I feel like the we, we, we find these little niches that work for us and then we get hesitant on actually doing them. We know what works. Is there something wrong with Russell why it's not working? I don't know that to be the case. Is there some reason why we're not doing it? Do we feel like they're keying on that? So we, you know, you know, you can only run or throw in the football, in, in the game of football, right? You can only pass or run. And so sometimes you got to do exactly what you think you're, you have to do exactly what the obvious thing is. And sometimes you do the other thing. So, so is it just, are we outthinking ourselves? Is Pete Carroll outthinking himself? Is Brian Schottenheimer outthinking himself? Because we have flashes of greatness. And then against teams that, you know, we have no business looking bad against, we just look inept. Very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. 12 big wins on the season and one big bust in the playoffs. You know, very sad. At home. At home, too. I mean, you, you win 12 games, you win your division, you get a home playoff game. I know the 12s weren't in the stadium. 12s weren't in Lumen Field. But 12 wins, division title, home playoff game, and you get there and just lay an egg. Just really, really, really disappointing. Really disappointing. This season is an ultimate failure based on that. And it wouldn't have been a failure if we had played better and still lost. Again, if you play good and lose, that's just what it is. You can't win them all. But when you go out, you you, you and you just you, you you play. I mean, that was a that was a week that was a week two performance. That was the kind of performance I expect to see from a team in week two when they haven't quite figured themselves out yet. And we did that in the first week of the playoffs. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. So where do we go from here? What happens in the offseason? Who stays, who goes? You know, I mean, you got to you got to figure out something. I can imagine, you know, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf um being, you know, two of the only, you know, guaranteed people to stay on this roster on the offense. Um Chris Carson, 
and it's a question. It's a question. I'm not sure where his uh, where his contract lies at this point, but um, you know, if if the right opportunity comes up, you know, he he's been hurt. He uh, you know, but he, Chris Carson's been consistent. When he's been healthy, he he's he runs the football well. Um, Rashad Penny, he's probably gotta be he's gotta be gone, right? I don't know. I don't know. I I very 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 tough. Very very tough. Um. The, the the offensive line again is the problem. The pass rush, the running, the run defense. I mean, everything is a problem. <laughs> everything is a problem at, at at some at some juncture or another. We didn't get a pass rush, a consistent pass rush, really all season. It got better as we get as of late when we got. We signed Carlos Dunlap and, and and Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams, you know, maybe it's because of his injuries, but um, outside of his ability to to play in the box, um, I feel like he might even be a liability in the secondary. Um, you know, if, if we don't get somebody who's really good to play that other safety position, um, Jamal Adams is, you know, I. I don't know. I'm for me, the jury's out on Jamal Adams. I saw him miss more than a couple plays, um, you know, in the secondary, where it looked like it looked like it would have been, it should have been easy for him to just get a just get a pass defense, just to get a pass defense, and he just missed it. We've seen him drop multiple interceptions this season. Ball hit him right in the hands or the chest. You know, and I mean, and, and, and again, I've always said that interceptions are icing on the cake, right? As the defensive back, you know, if you if you defense the pass, okay, you did your job. If not even that, if you if you make the tackle on the receiver, you're checking, and don't let him get any yards outside of the the, the yards gained with the throw and catch. You're doing your job. We all were treated to um uh to to a situation where we had a corner um who was had the ability to bait quarterbacks into putting the ball up in his direction and him coming down with it in one Richard Sherman we were treated to that we were we were we were spoiled to have a player like Richard Sherman um one of the best to ever do it we'll we'll end up going down in history as one of the best to ever do it um and, um, you know, we, we, we allow that to become our norm when the reality is it's just not the case. Our, our best corner ever up to the point that we had Richard Sherman was Marcus Trufant. And Marcus Trufant wasn't nearly as good as Richard Sherman. Not nearly as good as Richard Sherman. So that, that, that's what you have to understand. Corner's job, their true job is not to intercept passes. Your job is to knock the football away when you can and make tackles right now when the when the guy catches the ball and don't get beat over the top. That if you do your job like if you do that job as a corner, you've done your job. Don't get beat over the top. Tackle the tackle the receiver as soon as he catches it. Don't give up any extra yards. Knock the ball away if you can. And every once in a while, when the opportunity presents itself, maybe get an interception here and there. Richard Sermon was a was 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 a you know 
a cut above. And we still want to see that. We still want that. That's why we, we, we keep grading Shaquille Griffin against Richard Sherman. And that's why we think Shaquille Griffin is no good. Right? We, we, I see nothing but, you know, negative talk about Shaquille Griffin. Shaquille Griffin is, is, is a, a certainly a decent corner. Is he a great corner? Well, no, he's not a Richard Sherman. Sherman was a great corner. But Shaquille Griffin is a good corner. He does his job. Cam Chancellor. Cam Ch- the, 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 the LOB is gone. I've been saying that all year. The LOB is gone. We, we cannot grade this team, this defense, against the LOB. That was a historically great defense, and we may never see a defense that good again in this organization. We may just we just may never see it. We may never see those things come together with Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman, uh, Brandon Browner, you know, Byron Maxwell, Walter Thurman. Those guys. It was it was it was the perfect storm of players. Just 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 fell together perfectly. It just it just may not happen like that again. It just may not happen like that again. Um but that isn't to say that there isn't there isn't things to fix. Because this defense in Seattle was historically bad for the first half of the season. We turned it around late, which is great. Um but then the offense start, started to falter. Um I feel like late in the season this team started to lose their identity or could not figure out what identity, what their identity was. And that has to do with the whole let Russ cook. I say, here's what I say. Seahawks organization, stop letting the media and, and, and the local, the local pundits, the local fans, you know, um, uh, steer, steer your, steer your direction. I feel like the whole let Russ cook thing started and Brian Schottenheimer and, and 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 Pete Carroll were like, you know what? Let's go with it. I feel like I feel like they let they let the people whose job who, whose job it is not to make those decisions. I feel like they let them you know sway them and per, and and persuade them to do something other than Seahawk football, and it worked for seven or eight games. It worked. It really did. But then when it started to not work, which in the NFL, that happens, you know, the, the same thing doesn't continue to work. It, it, it seemed like all of a sudden we couldn't produce against defenses when they had when they kept a, 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 a two deep zone. All of a sudden we couldn't we couldn't teams that were, you know, leaving single high safeties to stop the run. We could throw the ball against them. And then soon they said, okay, you know what? Seattle running the football seems to not be a thing anymore. Let's go ahead and go too deep. And we stopped being able to do everything. Not only could we not throw against them because we couldn't get those splash plays, but then they, they, we couldn't run the ball either. We just, I think we couldn't figure out what our identity was. We were, we were stuck in an in a identity purgatory. And it ended up killing us. It ended up killing us. 
our defense went from worst to first. And our offense went from first to worst. Maybe not worst, but it went from, you know, went to not good. So. Very, very, very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. I'm very interested in seeing what we're going to um, what we're going to see moving forward um, with the organization, you know, moving forward here. Um, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? We're still trying to process this early playoff exit. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I was expecting at least to have to have a conversation like this, you know, after playing the Saints, you know, or Green Bay. But too many miscues, penalties. Ugh, man. But you know what? All that being said, there's hope for the future, right? There's hope for the future. Look, this defense making the strides that it made this season to go from worst to first. It only stands to reason, right, that that uh, next year we'll be able to build upon that. So maybe that maybe that defense that I just said we'll never have again, maybe maybe this is the coming. Maybe this is the coming of a great Seattle defense. Because we definitely ended the year on a high note on the defensive side of the ball. And maybe on offense, you know, we get back to just playing Seahawk football on the offensive side of the ball. And next year, you know, with a full with a full off season to get ready. Who knows what we're going to see? But then again, you have to think about the rest of the league's going to have the same thing. What about the 49ers? What are the 49ers going to do next year? The 49ers come, and come back all the way strong. What are they going to do? Right? The Rams obviously are going to stick around. If Goff, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens with, with Jared Goff. Goff has been inconsistent, but he kept his team in it all season long. The Niners should have been there, but they just, they, you know, everybody died. <laughs> uh. How about the rest of the games this uh, wild card weekend? Uh, the Buffalo Bills, for the first time in ever, you know, win their division and uh, win a playoff game. Big shout out to them for doing big things. The AFC is changing the face of the league this year with Buffalo and then Cleveland. How about Cleveland beating Pittsburgh twice in a row? Beating them to get into the playoffs, then beating them again in the in the playoffs. I mean, um, I mean, they just Jumped out on top of Pittsburgh on, on Sunday and just never let go. Um, great game. Baker Mayfield, you know, it's so funny because, 
you know, obviously Johnny Menzel was supposed to be Baker Mayfield before Baker Mayfield, right? Like Johnny, Johnny football was supposed to be that this guy for the Cleveland Browns. And obviously he, 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 he washed out, you know, rather quickly, but Baker Mayfield, man, he's just a, he's just a, a I mean, he, he's spot on his character, spot on his, he does everything right. He's really coming to his coming into his own, and I, at Baker Mayfield. I mean, the Browns might be a team. <clears throat> the Browns might be a team for some time to come. I'm very interested to see what the Browns are going to do for the next few years. The Baltimore Ravens, they figured it out. Uh, it looked like they, you know, might have given up the ghost again against Tennessee. Um, again, Derek Henry, again, I'm not sure what happens with him where he looks unstoppable. And then he goes up when it, when it really counts, he ends up not being able to do it. How does a guy run for 200? He ran for over 200 yards. How many times this season? A few 2000 yards on the, on the year. And then he gets to the playoffs and he falls. What happens? I think Derrick Henry ended the day with less than 50 yards on the day. I don't know what happens to Derrick Henry in the playoffs. It just, it, it, I don't know if it's play calling or these teams just, they key in on him. But I was really ready for Tennessee. I'm thinking Tennessee is going to sleep there, is going to, is as a sleeper, is a sleeper. They're, they're going to just quietly make it all the way to February. But. Didn't work out. Didn't work out. I'm still, I'm still trying to process this game. It's, uh, it's, it's really unfortunate. It's gonna be a long off season. I can't wait for August to get here just to get back to it. Um, you know, we the window is closing. That's the unfortunate truth is that the window is closing. Russell Wilson is getting up there in years. That's the truth. That is the truth. We have to we have to actually consider this. Russell Russell Wilson's 32 years old. Right? 32 years old. He's no um you know, spring chicken anymore. 2012 he was drafted. We're going to be going into 2022 here um, during next football season. You know, it's, it's, this is, you know, this is that time where, you know, players like Russell Wilson, I mean, franchise quarterback, sure. But this is where, you know, things start to happen. Things tend to happen. You know, some people, somebody gets hurt. You know, somebody, you know, somebody comes up in college and somebody decides to make a move. You know, a, a, a franchise quarterback gets shipped off to another team. I mean, I, I'm not that I'm expecting or even want, want or expecting these things to happen, but I'm just saying. Russell Wilson is going to be um, what? Russell Wilson is going to be 33. You know, by the time we get midway through next season. So, um, you know, he, he, he there's going to be, he's going to be making decisions. 
Where are we going to go from here? Where are we going to go from here? Make sure you are checking out the podcast and the website, Seattle Sports Union. That's seattlesportsunion.com on the web. Check out the um, uh, social media, Seattle at Seattle Sports Union on social, on, um, on social, <laughs> on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, check the podcast um, every Thursday. All things Seattle sports from the Mariners to the Mist. And of course, the Seattle Seahawks, which unfortunately will be coming to an end, I believe, with the next week. Uh, I think we'll we will get on there for the duration of the playoffs, but um, we got about another month of that, and then we'll be on to uh, other sports. But get uh, Abraham Deweese, uh Brian the Soul Man, Solak, um, Matthew Page, and the rest of the team. Uh, for our unlicensed professional opinion on Seattle sports. <sighs> Another disappointing, um, you know, Seahawk football weekend should have been better. Um, hopefully uh, we have better things to talk about next January. And, uh, you know, the the reality of it is next season we'll probably do something similar as far as the season goes. I say we still we still are going to end up going in there and win double digit football games. This is just what we do. We are a consistently consistent team. We win double digit games. We make the playoffs. This is only the second time in the Pete Carroll era that we've got to the playoffs and been one and done. Only twice. So I mean, they're, they're, you know, we, we 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 must we must remember not to get too full of ourselves here, right? How how soon does somebody owe you something? This this team gives you something to 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 you know cheer about every year. You're not the New York Jets, right? You're not the you're not the New York Jets. You're not the frankly the whole NFC East. You know, you're not you're not. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, you're the Seattle Seahawks. You're winning 10, 11, 12 games every year. You're making the playoffs every year. You're in the conversation every year. You have to be happy about that. You have to be grateful for that. What team has been as consistent as much as consistent winners other than the New England Patriots? What team has been more consistent than the Seattle Seahawks? None that I can think of. Seattle Seahawks and the New England Patriots have been the most consistently winning teams over the past decade. Just is what it is. You can't be upset about that. But it is frustrating, you know, when you get set, when you when you when you make it to a level and you know that there's still you, you want to get higher. There's 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 another level to get to. And at some point or another, you want to see yourself. You want to see yourself get there. So, um, you know, we'll see what what moves we make next season, and um, uh, hope for the best. This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and I am signing off. Go Hawks! <laughs>